Good morning and welcome everyone to today's focus for Friday, December the 2nd, 2022 at 10 at 1053 a.m. Central Time. Today's focus, the mark of the beast. Oh, you talk about a topic that Christians love to discuss, and many Christians actually have a great fear of the mark of the beast. We read about it in Revelation chapter 13, and we will look at that in just a minute. But the reason we're going to talk about the mark of the beast is because, well, of a news story that I saw yesterday, and I, I did some looking at uh, looking up that news story, and it's what's showing up in a number of places. And I know some Christians somewhere are going to jump all over this, and they're going to, to be concerned, and they're going to be sounding the alarm, and they're going to be warning us that the mark of the beast is right around the corner. It's almost here. Get ready. Be prepared. And it, uh, I've always found it fascinating because throughout my entire Christian life, even before I became a Christian, I have heard Mark of the Beast, 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 Mark of the Beast. It's here. It's here. It's about to be here. Don't do this or you'll be taking the Mark of the Beast. Don't get this. You'll be taking the Mark of the Beast. People have been concerned about this for a very, it seems, long time. So we have to talk about it because of a brand new news story. So are you ready? Let's go to the news story. This news story involves Elon Musk. Uh-oh. We have Elon Musk. Immediately, we know we have controversy. We have Elon Musk and we have a brain implant. Elon Musk brain implants. Okay, we know. We know immediately something is going on. The following is from the New York Times. Elon Musk hopes to test a brain implant in humans next year. Elon Musk hopes to test a brain implant in humans next year. The tech multi-billionaire said his company Neuralink was seeking government approval to test his device in people and predicted it could happen in six months. Now, his company Neuralink, they want to implant, a, they want to place a brain implant inside of humans. There's a diagram of how it works. I can basically describe it. Um, let me see here if I can find the description here that kind of explains what's going, what, what, what would happen. Um, let me see here. Um, let me find it here. It's, it's a long article. It's a long article, but I want to describe exactly how they tell you it will work. Um, it, 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 I mean, I don't know. Pe people will have to, uh, well, there's a lot here we can talk about, but it sounds like this. Um, see if I can find the actual description. I'll just read a little bit, uh, a little bit here. Uh, so basically the implant would allow a human basically to control a computer with just their mind, right? It would be just with their mind. They could look at a computer and control it would be one of the things that they would hope to do. And this would obviously be very important for someone who's, uh, you know, who's basically paralyzed and can't move certain uh, body parts would be able to at least control a computer with their brain alone. All right. Um, 
And let's see here. Now, we don't know. There's been other similar kind of tests that they've wanted. But in this particular case, uh, we don't know exactly the advancements Elon Musk may have made in this area. But he is seeking permission to implant the device in a human. He predicted a test in humans in six months. Uh, now, it has to, there, there has to be approval, and there's lots of uh, steps that have to uh, take place. Um, he goes on to say, see here, he goes on to say, basically, a surgical robot would cut a hole in the skull, slip the electrode threads into the gray matter of the brain. According to, to Musk, uh, the coin-like piece would sit flush with the skull. Right, so that's where it would be at the top of the head, right? Let me let me read that again. The surgical robot would cut a hole in the skull, and it looks like, according to the diagram, the top of the head, slip the electrode threads into the gray matter of the brain. It would be basically the size of a coin, and it would sit flush with the skull. Now, you read that, and many people go, the mark of the beast, because a lot of people believe the mark of the beast is going to be some kind of a computer chip, either in your hand or in your forehead. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be something like this. But when people start talking about it, I sometimes am baffled and confused, because it seems that people, all when they read the Bible, all they look at is the mark. That's all they look at. They, they just read Revelation 13 and they just look at the mark and immediately they just like, okay, the mark could be this, the mark could be this. And I'm always like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's a lot of other things going on in Revelation chapter 13 before we ever get to the supposed mark. And shouldn't it be important that we have whatever you think the mark is, whatever your eschatology is, I'm not even here to debate all of that. I'm here just to basically try to argue when you hear about Elon Musk and a brain implant and you see Christians running around saying, this is it, this is setting the stage, the, the mark of the beast is coming. Whenever when, Because I've heard this basically my whole life. When people start doing that, say, okay, okay, I'm not here to debate your eschatology. I'm not here to debate what the mark of the beast could be, couldn't be, when it's going to get here, when it's not going to get here. What I'm going to challenge you to do is to calm down and let's read Revelation 13 together and see what is actually said, because I think this is very important. So Revelation chapter 13, all right? Revelation chapter 13, and we'll start with... Um, We'll start with verse 11. Revelation chapter 13, we'll start with verse 11. Now, pay close attention to kind of the order of events, all right, before the mark of the beast shows up on the scene, all right? Revelation chapter 13, verse 11. And behold, another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. And he exerciseth all the power of the first beast, before him and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. So the first thing we have here, and we won't have to get into identifying all of this again, because that, that's what happens. People get so sidetracked that they just miss the basic information. Something's going to happen that causes people to worship the beast. That's what it says, to worship the first beast. There's going to be, the people on earth are going to begin to worship the beast. 
whatever you identify the beast as, this is worshiping something other than God. They have turned from God. They are not worshiping God. They're giving their worship to the beast. So that, that, that is absolutely critical to just a normal reading of Revelation chapter 13. Verse 13, and he, doeth, and he doeth great wonders so that he maketh fire come down from the heaven on the earth in the sight of men. All right, then these great miracles, a great miracle is going to take place. Fire is going to come down from heaven. So people are worshiping the beast. Fire is coming down from heaven. All right, then he deceiveth them that dwell uh, on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast that, uh, which uh, had the wound by a sword and did live. So you have worship. They're, they're not worshiping God. They're worshiping the beast. You have these great miracles, and then you have a call to make an image. So you've got full-blown false worship full-blown idolatry and deceptive signs and wonders kind of all taking place. All right, let's keep reading. Verse 15, and he had the power to give life unto the image of the beast that, that, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. All right, so now we've got, we've got false worship, We've got deceptive, well, we've got false signs and wonders, all right? Actual signs and wonders happening, but not coming from God. We, we have uh, a, a idolatry taking place, an image, and now we have people being killed who will not worship the beast, who will not worship the beast. Now, you put this all together, I think you, you should see where this is going. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save that he had the mark or the number of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of man, and his number is six hundred, threescore and six. What drives me crazy in so many sermons is everyone focuses on the mark and like, what is the mark? What is the mark? What is the mark? Could it be this? Could it be this? And I, and it just drives me crazy because I don't think that's the focus of the text. The mark is the end result of all of these other things. So when people say, well, well, could I, could I end up taking the mark? It's not about taking the mark. It's about your worshiping the beast. It's about idolatry. It's about you've turned your way away from God. Everyone thinks, well, could I accidentally take the mark? It, I, the issue is you've rejected God. You're, you're worshiping the beast. You're involved in idolatry. You've been drawn away by these signs and wonders. That, because he's already going to start killing anyone who doesn't worship him. So if you, it's the, it's almost the mark is simply the sign of your rejection. It's simply a symbol of your rejection of God and your worship of the beast, your idolatry, your turning to this false worship, this false system. And everyone's always like, I, I've seen Christians just get so concerned. I remember Christians getting uh, worried and upset about a debit card or, or worried and upset about a credit card or a bank account number for crying out loud. And you'll think this is absolutely crazy, but this absolutely happened to me. I'm in basic training, United States Air Force. 
Lachlan Air Force Base, right? San Antonio, Texas. We're going to be there. I can't remember how long basic training was now. It's been a while, but okay. But I'm, I'm there for basic training. And all of a sudden there's this big commotion and this person is all upset saying he can't do it. He's in tears. He's like losing his mind because we are instructed that we have to put our laundry mark on all of our clothing, t-shirts, underwear, whatever. And what that would be the first letter of your last name and the last four of your social security. Right? So you put your uh, first letter of your last name and the last four of your social security number. And you, and you put it in a marker and you write it somewhere on your clothing, right? On a t-shirt, underwear, wherever the case may be. No big deal. But this person's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. That's like the mark of the beast. That's like the mark of the beast. And he's about to throw away his entire military career because he t- thinks he's somehow giving, he's, he's going to take the mark of the beast and he will be condemned eternally. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So I sat down with him. He's in tears. I'm reading all of Revelation 13. I'm like, none of these things. You, have, you, have you turned your back from God? Are you worshiping the beast? Has, are, are you giving yourself into idolatry? Are Christians being killed because we won't worship the beast? None of this is happening. You putting a, a number on this that has nothing to do with this. The, the mark is simply the end result of your, and it's the symbol that you have rejected God. It's the symbol that you have given yourself over to the beast. It, you, it's basically like you're taking his mark, his brand. You're, you're, you're branding yourself in a sense to show I worship the beast, the, uh, the image, idolatry. There you go. And, and I'm not going to be killed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It, 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 that's that's the, the 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 end result of Revelation 13. I know there's a million questions there, and some people say, "Well, well the church won't be." We can get into arguments about rapture, no rapture. We can get into an argument about no, that was this is leading up to 70 A.D. and it's about Nero. We can say the 666 represents the letters of Roman emperors, and we we you can debate that stuff all day, and you can just just drive yourself crazy. A million questions with very few answers. And I'm not saying that those questions aren't worthy of pursuit or investigation. But I think what we need to do is ensure that every person takes a deep breath and at least understands, okay, before the mark shows up on the scene, all right, here are the things that have to take place. You have the beast. The world is worshiping the beast. Fire is coming down from heaven. An image is built and people are being killed who will not worship the image. Then the mark of the beast comes on the scene. People will just artificially just put the mark of the beast at any time. Elon Musk, a a, a chip in the brain. Oh, they're going to put a chip in the hand. They're going to do this. Your, Your cell phone, your debit card, your bank account. Like it's always something. And it's like, no, 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 listen. The mark can't show up until all of these other things happen. Now, you may say, ooh, that could be the technology they use. That could be the technology. But you're still focusing on the, the mark. The mark is simply a symbol of one's, one's acceptance and, uh, and worshiping of the beast and their rejection of God. To me, people are focusing on the quote unquote, the symbol, the mark that proves it. Focus on the action. 
The action is a worship of the beast. It's a, it's a worship of the image. It's idolatry. It's going after these uh, signs and wonders that are not truly from God. That's, that's the focus. That's what we have to consider. So I want you to just read Revelation 13 carefully. And again, don't try to look at it from, well, wait, this system of eschatology, this system of eschatology. Don't try to read it from a dispensational point, pre-mill, post-mill, mid-trib, post-trib. Don't, don't just ignore all of the systems of eschatology. Just read Revelation 13 and just try to look at it. Okay, this is what happens. Then this is what happens. And this, then the mark of the beast. So for me to take the mark of the beast indicates that I've already worshipped the beast. I'm worshipping his image. I'm going along with him because it seems to indicate that if you won't worship the beast, you're already dead. He's already having you killed even before the mark is established. At least consider that. That's all I'm asking you to do. I'm not asking you to to accept any system of eschatology. I'm not saying I'm not asking you to throw out any system of eschatology. I just want you to focus on what's actually said in Romans and not Romans, Revelation chapter 13. If I said Romans earlier, I apologize. Revelation chapter 13. I want you to just consider that. That's what I want you to consider because I think it would be very beneficial and helpful if everyone could understand that. It would stop some of the crazy conspiracy theories, wild speculation, and unwarranted fear that has hit many people who claim to be Christian and who go to church because the church gave them that fear by not actually helping them understand how to read the text. Today's focus Revelation chapter 13, read it carefully, focusing on everything leading up to the mark, and then say, when I ta- if I was to take the mark, all of these other things, it would simply be a sign of me already having done these other things, which would be basically a rejection of God, a worship of the beast, a worship of the image, and being drawn away by those Uh, signs and wonders that are not from God. That seems to be all the things that would be required before you even took the mark. All right, today's focus, the mark of the beast, Revelation chapter 13, based off a news story about Elon Musk and a brain implant that he hopes to start testing on humans in the next six months.